And I saw Tess Daly wearing this on Strictly Come Dancing a few years ago. And I was like, I made this dress. Welcome to Off The Hanger. This week's guest is Abigail Rebecca. She's a fabulous human design visibility mentor. And we had an amazing chat about all the gorgeous things in her wardrobe. Abigail, thank you so much for joining us on Off The Hanger on this lovely sunny morning. Um, I am super excited to find out about all the things in your wardrobe, but also to talk to you about what you do because I am fascinated by your job. So you are a human design visibility mentor, is that right? Yes, I'm a human design visibility mentor and I work with entrepreneurial women all around the world and I help them with their visibility, and their confidence um, and their positioning and their wealth. So I work with women who need to be more visible basically within their business. And we use human design, which is an incredible system that's based on astrology and sort of shows us how we can use our energy to the best effect. But also I am a trained personal stylist at the London College of Fashion. And I, when I first started my business, I started as a personal stylist. So clothes, I believe, are the ultimate expression of self-love and self-expression. So a lot of the clients that I work with, once they've kind of like shifted the way that they feel about themselves inside, they want to be showing up in a different way. And um, yeah, so I love it. I love talking about clothes and styling and you know it's the, it really is the ultimate self-expression and have you always been into fashion did you love fashion as a child yeah I loved it I was always dressing up yeah always and it's it's one of the things that really entertained I was quite um lonely as a child I didn't have a lot of friends not through my own wishes but just the way that I was brought up um so it was like it was a way that I could express myself it was the way that I could play um, so I was always trying on my my mother's clothing and my grandmother. My, my grandmother was, um, she was like a, a, a trained um, fashion designer, actually. Not that she worked as one throughout her life, but that certainly was her training. So she had the most fabulous outfits. Not very PC at the moment, but obviously I would never wear them now. But she had lots of furs and it was very glamorous, like 1930s, lots of feathers. And so I used to love going and dressing up. Yeah. And I feel like even now, if we go and embrace that inner child, it's like, I feel like when I go into my wardrobe, I'm going into my dressing up box and I'm like, what do I, how do I want to dress up today? I do say that quite often that my job, when people say to me, you know, what do you do for a living? I'm like, oh, I play dress up for a living. Yeah. Whether it's on myself, whether it's on models. I basically, I just play dressing up. That's what I do. That's my occupation. (laughs) (laughs) So what's the oldest thing you've got in your wardrobe? Do you tend to hang on to things? I don't tend to hang on to things unless it's a true, I mean, I'd love to have like loads of like really amazing, cool, like vintage items um, in my wardrobe, but I don't, I don't. And I'm not the sort of person that hangs on to things, to be honest with you. There's no real emotional attachment to any of my clothes in my wardrobe, but my oldest thing, which I have, I can show you here, is um, probably this. So it's like a 1980s kind of vintage Ralph Lauren blazer that I inherited from my um, stepmother. And um, I love it. And it's just like a really nice throw on piece. So that's my 
yeah, I'd say that that's probably the oldest piece in my wardrobe at the moment. And it's such a timeless piece as well. I think, you know, I love the emblem on it, the silhouette, the structured shoulder. It's just yes. gorgeous. Yes, I love the shoulder pads. I feel like... Um, I feel like, so I worked in corporate for many, many years and my creativity was really stifled. I just used to wear like, you know, navy and dark suits and black dresses and that was it. But I feel like this is still a nod to my corporate because it's got the shoulder pads. Um, yeah, I really, really love this actually. It kind of makes me feel like, ooh, ready for business. <laughs> Get things done when you're wearing that jacket. Get things done. <laughs> Absolutely. What would you say is the piece in your wardrobe that gets the most compliments? Probably what I'm wearing at the moment is one of the things that gets the most compliments. I think it's because it's quite witchy and um, it's got all the lovely moons on. And then this also, which is a complete contrast, by the way. <laughs> this also gets a lot of compliments. So this is Olivia Rubin. Um, I love Olivia Rubin. Yeah. So they do, as you know, they do really colourful pieces. Um, Everything's a rainbow, just beautiful rainbow of colours. Yeah, I feel like it's like, you know, especially I, when you said it was sunny, it's absolutely pouring it down rain here in the south of the UK. Oh, so no. A, <laughs> so if it's a rainy day, then this kind of brightens it up. And then this is from, I, I think it's called Z um, Zama Zamara. It's like a, uh, it's from Malta. It's a Maltese-based brand. Paris Hilton's wearing a lot of their pieces at the moment. So I think she's a brand ambassador for her. I love a goddess dress. I love wearing dresses because I've, you know, I'm, um, I'm, a, I'm a, like a classic hourglass figure. Um, but I've got quite a big belly because I've got fibroids. So my belly right. sticks out. So I feel like with dresses, I, I, it kind of gives me that shape and that definition. And I'm not so um, self-conscious about my belly. Um, so I, I love a good dress. I love a good dress. It just keeps me all in proportion. I love a great dress too. And I, with you, I love any sort of celestial kind of print or embroidery, anything with moons and stars. And I've got a t-shirt that I was actually wearing yesterday that's... Um, got a big hand on it like it's a palm reading t-shirt and Ooh. it has all the lines and things on it and every single time I wear this t-shirt people are like oh my goodness where's that t-shirt from it's so cool and I just yeah I love it I love anything a bit witchy <laughs> I pulled something actually this is another thing that I pulled from my wardrobe um which is quite similar so I don't know if you can see this with the light but it says raise your vibration and this is all like nice. diamond it's all like rhinestone it's so gorgeous. This is from Night God of Sky, which is a brand. I don't think she's a well-known brand, but she, um, she's based in LA. And she, I love Kundalini Yoga. She, so she's from my Kundalini Yoga community. And um, yeah, this also gets a lot of compliments as well. I love it. Love that. Are you somebody who spends quite a lot when it comes to your wardrobe? What's the most expensive piece you have? Um, I spend a lot of money on handbags and shoes. I wouldn't necessarily say that I spend, well, I guess it depends what your definition of is a lot, really. Um, I don't have huge amounts of designer clothes within my wardrobe, um, but this is the one 
that I pulled, which might be the most expensive one. I'm not sure. So this is, uh, I love Rixo. I've got a lot of Rixo dresses. And I saw Tess Daly wearing this on Strictly Come Dancing a few years ago. And I was like, I made this dress. Where do I get this dress from? So it's almost like this is like the New Year's Eve dress. Or it could be like, you know, going supermarket shopping dress. Depends. Why not? Just wear <laughs> Why it every not? dress. Yeah. Um, but yes, apart from my handbags and shoes, this is probably the most expensive item that I have in my wardrobe. I do buy a lot of um, pre-love stuff, um, designer pre-love stuff. So, you know, if you were to buy that new, maybe that would be the most expensive. But yeah, I think that that one is. And it's lovely. I always feel really sparkly when I wear it. I love Rixo for that. Rixo have really just, they've got it down making a great dress. That's the thing yes. that they just do so well. They just make fabulous dresses. I was lucky enough last year to, was it last year or the beginning of this year? Recently. Uh, I went to their sample sale and it was just amazing. It was a bit of a scrum. There were elbows being thrown, um, but it was totally worth it. <laughs> I can imagine. I've got loads of Rixo dresses. So I always wear like a Rixo dress if I'm running a retreat or something. We run beautiful retreats all around the world. And I, I'm like, oh, I just want to feel really goddess today. And I'll wear a Rixo dress. But I don't know, you'll probably know this actually, but every now and again, TK Maxx will, will buy old Rixo stock. And they often have it on their website. So um, I looked the other day, actually, and there were some pieces on there. Like older, like, you know, four years old, but still obviously amazing. Uh, I think that dress is probably about three years old, actually, when they first brought it out. So you could, um, yeah, just keep an eye out for some nice dresses and tops and things on there. You see, I've never been bothered about having things that are the newest season. I always just no. buy the things that I like rather than having things that are the current season. I just don't, I don't know why that never really enters my mind that I'd want something that was this season's thing. It's always like, oh, I don't care if it's like from five years ago and I bought it on Vinted or, you know, from TK Maxx or whatever. I think, yeah, it's more about it being a bargain, I think, to me than it being brand new and this season. I, I, I love, get, that's why I love, you've just said Vinted, Depop. I love it because you're being so sustainable, you're giving, you know, a dress or an outfit, like a new home, but also you are, I, I, I love it. Like, I don't have a problem spending money on clothes. It's, you know, it's part of my budget. I budget it actually in my business because, you know, for my business, it's all about presenting myself and showing up and I do a lot of videos and I do a lot of events and I speak on a lot of stages. But also I'm so excited when I can find something like on Vinted or Depop and be like, oh yes, I've got such a bargain. It's really exciting, isn't it? When you can get something. It's treasure it. hunting. I just love shopping. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's the treasure hunting thing. I love it. I love it if I've got a vintage parcel on the way. It's always so exciting when it <laughs> arrives. <laughs> What's the newest yeah. piece you've got in your wardrobe? Okay, there's two pieces that I wanted to show you. Um, so <clears throat> I've just bought this. I wanted a really simple black dress. I don't know if you can actually see it, but it's almost like it kind of like flares out at the bottom. So it's almost like a skater dress. It comes 
kind of half halfway down the thigh it's not like you know I don't worry about it when I bend over let's put it that way (laughs) Um, it's got pockets which is so exciting and it's really really thick material this is from Manners London and I love her stuff she's all about embracing lots of different body shapes I am a 36 double D and it's the only thing that I've ever worn without a bra and and I can wear it without a bra and I'm like, what is this magical? It's magical. <laughs> what is the witchcraft built into this what dress? Is the, what is happening? How did my boobs stay up? I must say though, it was really weird going in the end I did actually put on I I put on a I just put on a swim like a bodysuit underneath because I was like, mm, I don't know how comfortable I actually feel going out with that bra because I'm not used to it. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. Mm-hmm. That's something I need to work on. And then I also bought this, which is a beautiful spangly jacket uh, to go with it. And this is from State of Disarray. And I love their stuff because it's so cool. Like they work, they make really. I love festivals. So they make amazing stuff for festivals, but also this is a bomber jacket that basically I can wear every day. It's not a problem. Like I love it. I'll go anywhere with this. So yeah, this bomber jacket is lush. It is lush. I love the sparkles. I'm here for a bit of everyday kind of sparkle, everyday sparkle, everyday kind of sequins. They shouldn't just be a reserve for like nights out and festivals. It should be an everyday thing. No, exactly. It's all about the sparkle. Yeah. And about like, how can I... I'm very much about, um, I want to give people the opportunity to come and start a conversation with me. And I do that through my clothes, through my jewelry, through my nails, like people come and start a conversation with me and then I can, you know, it's, it's open to everything then. I actually attract so many clients through the way that I dress. And that's also another thing that I teach my clients to do as well, which is really cool. That's very clever. Very clever. Now, earlier on, you said that you don't really have any attachment pieces, but do you have a most sentimental piece? Is there one thing that you'd never get rid of? Yeah, it was really difficult to think about this because I was like, oh, like, yeah, I'm quite good at clearing things out. But this is another dress, actually, from um, Zamara, which is the Maltese brand that was telling you about. And it's just so pretty. And it's got this, I don't know if you can see, but look at that. I mean, it's just gorgeous. It's beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. It doesn't actually suit me too much on camera. It's interesting because obviously the camera lens, as you know, is very different to the lens that we have in our human eye. So some clothes that would look really good on me, um, uh, the colours that would look good in real life wouldn't look so great on camera. But this is an off-the-shoulder dress. Um, so it, this comes right down to the waist when you're wearing it. And it's just so fluttering and so gorgeous. And I wore this to my niece's wedding. And my niece got married in the desert just outside of Las Vegas last September. And um, I was the only family member that was at that wedding um, where we were... Um, both raised in like a religious cult and we oh both goodness. left it when we were 16 she obviously she's my niece so it didn't happen at the same time but we've kind of followed separate paths 
And I'm just so proud of everything that she's achieved. She's put herself through university. She's got two degrees. She's done it all on her own. She's, you know, about to have a baby. And she had this beautiful, beautiful wedding in the desert. And I was like the, I was like the proud aunt um, wearing this dress. So I wore this dress with a big, big straw hat because it was so hot out in the desert. And um, yeah, I'll just always look at this dress and think about my niece's wedding. I'm so proud of her. Oh my goodness, that's such a beautiful story. I love that you got to wear that and you got to share that moment with her and that you felt so yeah. fabulous in what you were wearing. And that's incredible. Can we go off a fashion tangent for a moment? And can I ask you about the cult? Because yeah. I am fascinated. Was this in the UK? Mm. Because in my head, these things are like, they happen in other countries. This isn't a UK thing, but mm. this was here. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Now, some people might not actually interpret it as a cult. They might view it as a religion, but it is a cult. So I was raised as a Jehovah's Witness. Right. And growing up as a Jehovah's Witness um, is very disempowering to women. So basically, I was raised to be a wife and a mother and to be obedient and subservient to men. Women don't really have a role within the, you know, uh, within the organization. And uh, we, as women, you have to dress very modestly. And I was told what to wear. Um, I was told what to say, what, you know, I didn't have any opinions. I couldn't question anything. Um, and um, yeah, my father even chose my GCSE subjects for me. Wow. Which were cookery, needlework, childcare, and there's nothing like, I think, you know, being a wife and a mother is the most incredible role that you can have as a woman. But if you choose to be If that, it's by choice. When it's, like, mm -hmm, when it's actually forced upon you, it's a different matter. So I had to make a decision when I was 16 to either stay within that organization. And that was basically my life. Um, and it's very, you know, it's, you're very, uh, you're held there very much like fear. There's a lot of fear instilled teaching um, within it. Or I was going to leave and choose freedom, and I chose freedom. So I had to leave my friends and family behind when I was 16, which, you know, looking back now, it's a huge decision. But at the time, I was like, oh, my goodness, this is incredible. And that's when I really started to develop my, my own style. So when I was younger, I used to kind of, like, design my own jeans and like draw pictures on jeans and things like that but I was never allowed to wear them outside the house and uh, yeah I went I was a holiday rep so I lived overseas for many years um, and that's when I was able to then develop my own taste in clothes but also be able to kind of look at other cultures and other styles that's why I love to wear a lot of Spanish and Maltese clothes a lot of European clothes I just love it I love like different um, clothes from different countries and different designers so yeah that was that was my life. And then my niece did the same thing as well when she was 16. And it's incredible that actually in that period when you left, you were then able to just really discover who you were, not just in terms of fashion, but in terms of your personality, because of always being so restricted. I imagine there was always somebody inside of you going, but this isn't who I am. I need to get out of this. I need to be my true self, whether that is, you know, expressing it in fashion or in your personality. And I'm so I'm so pleased for you that you managed to do that and that you've created this beautiful life instead. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. It's um, it really was about finding myself, and you know, I had this incredible life, and I'm so grateful for the way that I've been brought up, actually, because 
if I hadn't have been brought up like that, I don't feel that I would have had the experiences to be able to do what I do now. Because I might not necessarily work with women that have been brought up the same way as me, but I do work with women that are worried about being judged, criticised, they have imposter syndrome, this fear of rejection, you know, as they go out there and they become highly visible. So because of the way that I was brought up, and because I also had those fears when I started my business, and I didn't realise I just hadn't healed the trauma, really, it was a really traumatic, my childhood, uh, looking back at it, and I hadn't healed it. So when I started my business, I was keeping really, really small, I wasn't really going out there. You might have thought that I was visible, but actually I wasn't, I, was, I wasn't playing to my biggest self. So that is when, when I started my business, that's when I really started to heal myself. Um, and then, of course, you know, the more confident you are, the more you can express it through your clothes. That's incredible. And now that you are your fullest, most confident self, is there a piece in your wardrobe that you would say best sums you up? A piece that best sums me up? Um, I'm probably, it's probably this, actually, that I'm wearing. It's probably this. Um, this sums me up. Um, I'm really proud to be, you know, uh, a woman who can just go out and express myself and wear what I want. And I don't care what anybody thinks about me at all. I just want to go and be myself. And um, I'm very spiritual and I love to work with the moon phases. And, um, you know, I'm very interested in a lot of the things that I was sort of like kept apart from during my childhood. So yes, I think this dress actually sums me up and this is probably the reason why I put it out, put it on. I love that, it's beautiful, it's perfect. Um, now, are you somebody who ever has a fashion faux pas or a wardrobe malfunction? <laughs> Basically, do you want to join my disaster club? <laughs> I've had so many fashion faux pas and wardrobe malfunctions. But I'll tell you one that shows up consistently. I am the sort of person that when I go out for dinner, I drop everything <laughs> down my boobs. And my partner just laughs every time. We can be like in the poshest, beautiful, most beautiful restaurant. And, I, and I'm and i like, and he's like, have you just dropped something? I'm like, <laughs> and it goes all down my top. And then I have to go through the meal and then throughout the day with a big stain down my top. It always, always happens. And I really should like, put a napkin or something and tuck it in but I'm like no I don't want to do that so I embrace it I do the exact same thing I think it's my enthusiasm yeah. for the food I'm so enthusiastic yeah. about wanting to eat the food that I then just spill it all over myself <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness oh, dear, man. Yeah, yeah, now yeah. do you have a favorite pair of shoes you did mention earlier that you like to spend money on shoes on bags so I'm excited to see your favorite shoes Yes, I love Terry de Havilland. <gasps> Me too. They've done a collab with Annie's with some silver cowboy boots. And I'm kind of like talking myself in and out of them. And I'm like, would I really wear silver cowboy boots every day? But I think I am probably going to get some. But I love these. I love these shoes. They're the classic Terry de Havilland kind of disco. They're really comfortable, super comfortable. So I love those. Those are probably my favourite. And also, I am slightly obsessed with free people. I love free people so much. And um, I love free people cowboy boots. So, and I love, look at the, 
I just, you know what? I just think the details with three people, the details, they're so amazing. I spend a lot of time in America. A lot of my clients are American. So um, I feel it's got that really cool, like California kind of West Coast vibe. Um, so yes, these are my cowboy boots um, from uh, Free People that I absolutely love and adore. And probably will get some more colours as well because they do different colourways. I love them. I love both of those. I definitely think there's a place in your life for some silver cowboy boots. Yeah. Mm, thanks. That's that permission yeah, I needed. Yeah. You it just you just go out there, let wear them, be proud, put them on. I think, you know, you're definitely the type of person that can pull them off. I feel the silver cowboy boot energy in your life. So you need to you need to get involved. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to get them and then I'll, and then I'll tag yeah, them in. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Perfect. So other than the silver cowboy boots, is there a piece that you are lusting after? Is there a dream fashion item that you don't have? Yeah, I, I have always wanted like the really big um, Chanel classic bag. I've always wanted it, but it needs to be the big one. I can't be doing with the little one. It needs to be big. Um, and to be honest with you, every single month I have to make a decision and I do believe that you can have it mm -hmm. all. I'm all about abundance and having it all, but also, you know, from a practical point of view, I'm like, do I invest that in my business? Like, do I do some Facebook ads or do I buy the Chanel bag? <laughs> and it's always like, I always have to kind of be like, no. I'm just going to invest in my business and do it that way. But it's going to happen. So one day it will be mine. And you know what? I, every time I run a retreat, one of my clients rocks up and she's like, oh, yeah, I've just been to Vegas and look what I bought. And they've got like a Chanel. They've got it. They've got, And I'm like, right, okay. It's it's, it's on its way to me. Um, yes, I'd really love that. And I was trying to think as well, like I think, there's been some things, I, I can't give you any specific examples, but there's been a lot of times where I've seen something and I've loved it and then they've completely sold out and then I can't ever find it again. Uh, so there's, yeah, the, there's those things as well. And it might not be a hugely expensive item, but it's like, oh, I really wish that it would show up. But then saying that, most of the time, I do tend to manifest them anyway on Vinted or debop i just think you just keep looking out and they you'll find it right it's always shows that's up. currently what i'm doing with a farm rio dress so i loved it and it kept popping up as like a facebook advert and i didn't buy it and then it sold out and it was really annoyed at myself and so i now have a vintage um search for it and i will just keep checking yes. and eventually it will find its way into my life because it's oh so fabulous <laughs> Yeah, Vinted, eBay, Depop. Oh, there's so many, aren't there? There's some that I, somebody was telling me some really good American ones as well, but I can't remember what they were called. But there's so many great sites out there now. Yes, I'm sure it will. That's it. It will life. come. It will find its way to me. Do you have a piece of fashion advice that you would give to your younger self? I think I would just say to my younger self, don't worry about being noticed. When I was younger, we used to get a lot of, being raised as a Jehovah's Witness was quite embarrassing as a child, especially as a child that didn't really believe in it. 
I never really believed in it, to be honest with you. So we used to get taken round door knocking. We used to walk to, you know, along the street. And we used to get a lot of abuse sh- shouted at us. We used to get a lot of abuse. So it was almost like when I was younger, I kind of tried to hide a little bit. I was like, don't be noticed. Like, if people don't notice you, they're not going to pick on you. And I was very lucky as a child, actually. I didn't get picked on, even though, you know, unfortunately... It, especially when I was growing up at the time that I was growing up, you know, there would have been every, not a reason to do it, but I I was standing out as someone that was different. Right. So I would have been like the ideal Mm -hmm. target, um, bullied. So I, I tried to kind of blend in with everyone else. So I was very much like a dedicated follower of fashion, you know, like, so like I used to dress like everyone else. And I think the advice that I would give to my younger self would be, don't worry, like stand out, be an individual, be unique, embrace your weirdness, embrace your authenticity and just wear whatever you want to wear. And actually being different and having a sense of style that does differentiate yourself from other people actually will be in your favour eventually. And I truly believe that, you know, a lot of people say, how do you differentiate yourself from you know, other people that do similar work as you I'm like, well, first of all, I'm me and they're them. So we're completely different anyway. But secondly, it's the way that I dress. It's my style. That's what sets me apart from other people. And I'm really happy to do that now. I love the fact that I dress differently. So yes, that would be my piece of advice for my younger self. That is fabulous, fabulous advice. And what a lovely place to finish on. It has been so wonderful chatting with you. I have loved your wardrobe and all of your stories. Thank you so much for being on Off The Hanger. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Well, I hope you enjoyed that episode. If you did, please remember to like and subscribe on YouTube or give this a follow and a rating. Thank you.